strike. BYU baseball heads back to the diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, SAG Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now, to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Well, good afternoon, Cougar baseball fans. As we start the West Coast Conference season here in Provo, the LMU Limes coming uh, into Provo for their uh, first game against the Cougars this year. Big series for the Cougars at Brent Norton. Uh, joined by Tuckett Slade, who's the director of baseball operations here for BYU and Tuckett. Uh, you know, we've, I'm sure you guys have always kind of circled this date with these LMU yeah. Lions. They're always right there with you, battling for that top spot in the conference. And where you're playing them right out of the chute uh, brings even more importance to this series. So looking forward to a, to a great three-game series. Yeah, really looking forward to it. I mean, last year they threw a perfect game against us. That's how they beat us, you know, in the series at their place last year. So we had that taste in our mouth for a while. It was nice to be able to knock them out of the conference tournament last year, but, hey, they tried champed with us last year, and they know we know they're a good team, so we're ready for them, though. Jason Gill in his 10th year as the head coach uh, for LMU, very fiery competitor, as is uh, Mike Littlewood for BYU, and looking forward to a great three-game uh, series here. Just a few moments ago, had a chance to sit down with Coach Littlewood, get his thoughts uh, pregame. Uh, we'll play that for you right now. We're here with Coach Mike Littlewood uh, right before the start of the conference opener. Coach, boy, it just seems like we started, I guess it's been a month now, and into conference play. Congratulations on the big win Tuesday and LMU here tonight. Uh, uh, big series. Yeah, no doubt about it. We uh, open up with LMU. Next week we play Gonzaga with Utah mixed in in between there. and uh, Obviously with the big game against Utah Valley a couple days ago. But this is good. This is going to be a good challenge for us. We're going to see three good pitchers. Um, they're a quality, just a quality team year in and year out in our league, and uh, it's so important, especially right now, to get off to a big big start. Uh, talk to us a little about their team. I see they run a lot. They've got 21 stolen bases. Batting average is a little bit low, but uh, LMU always brings big arms to the to the series, as we've seen in the past. Yeah, they're kind of their MO this year is their starting pitching is really good, and if you can get to their pen, you can do some damage to the pen. So, you know, we want to be patient early, uh, not swing at first pitch, uh, fringe pitches and get something we can really handle. If we get a pitch we, we can handle early, we'll, we'll go ahead and swing at it. But um, that's been our, our issue as of late. I think we kind of came out of that at, at, against Utah Valley. We started swinging at better pitches. But before that, it was like swinging early in the count at, at uh, fringe pitches and getting ourselves out. And it uh, wasn't, wasn't very fun for, for, for the first couple of weeks, even though we got some wins and we played okay. But our offensive approach had to change. It did against Utah Valley, uh, against a, a really good Utah Valley team, I think. And uh, hopefully we can just carry that on this week. We've had great weather coming into this series. Looks a little edgy tonight. Uh, could be a little wet. It'll be interesting to see how the turf reacts. What's your reaction? I, you know, I see it. it's supposed to uh, drain nine inches an hour, which is unbelievable. But uh, I guess if it's raining, not too heavy, you can play right through it. Yeah, there's. I think our only issue here, it's not going to be the surface at all. Uh, we can play through. We can pl- play through a downpour. Really, it's only. It's going to be if the weather, if the rain or snow, impacts the quality of play, or you know, we're, we're looking at maybe hurting somebody by being too cold, or ball slipping out of their hands, or maybe somebody slipping and pulling up, pulling a hamstring or something like that. But as far as the rain, if it's a light rain, we're going to play. Um, it's there. There probably won't be a rain out. Knock on wood here. <laughs> 
Okay, Coach, uh, a little difference in the lineup. Kringlin uh, nursing a little bit of a hamstring problem, so you've got him, you moved him down, so you've got Perns and uh, uh, McIntyre in. in center field, so that's a pretty good outfield defensively for you. Well, it's our best defensive outfield, um, no doubt. And even it probably could be better if we put Kyle Dean in right field. That would be our best defensive outfield. But um, Perns and McIntyre can really – they're both center fielders, and Perns is playing left tonight. Um, Perns gave us a great offensive uh, punch against Utah Valley in that nine hole. He's put together some really good at-bats. And, yeah, Keaton's, Keaton's kind of nursing that hamstring. When he dove for the ball against Utah Valley in the gap, he, he kind of strained that. He's good at DH, but I don't want to put him in the outfield where he has to, you know, do a forty-yard dash every every inning. And so we'll just kind of play that by air. If I need to take him out, I will. Just to, I don't want to, I don't want to lose him for two weeks and three weeks. Um, but but we need him in our, in our lineup. I bumped him down to the six hole. Sue, you look at our right now with moving Sue to the two hole. Anderson, Sue, Schneeman, and Hale. Those guys can all really run. People don't think Brock can run, and even Nate Favero can run. So it makes the first five guys pretty dy- dynamic in our lineup. Uh, Paiva is going to throw strikes. He's 90, 92. Um, we might have to hit and run a little bit against him, play some small ball. So I like this lineup against him tonight. And you got Jordan Wood, who's really been solid as your number one guy. He's taken that ball from the first start and, and done a real nice job. He's he's just he's embraced that starting role and um, you know the opening day role. And we weren't sure he was going to do that. We knew he had the stuff to do it. Uh, and some some guys shy away from that just a little bit. You know, I, like I didn't want to throw Ryan Brady out a freshman to be our opening day starter. That's a tough thing to do, but Jordan's embraced it. He's an older guy, and, man, we're looking for a good start from him tonight. We need it. Uh, defending conference champ, uh, preseason number one, big uh, uh, target right in the middle of your back, and I'm sure all these teams are going to come in uh, ready to play. Uh, it'll be a real challenge for you. Well, and I think really just traditionally nobody nobody likes BYU, and, and we, we kind of we <laughs> like that, you know. it's uh, we're, and, and, and it's not anything personal. It's just – I think they don't like our success and, and what we have. And, you know, we're pretty blessed here to have all the things we have and the great stadium. And so they're just kind of nobody, nobody likes a winner. And uh, I like the fact now that um, our, we've gained the respect of some of our coaches. I don't know if they're trying to set us up for failure by voting us number one in the league or not, but we'll take it. And um, I think we have a team. If we play well, we can finish first. But um, this is one of the teams, I, I believe they're one of the loyals, one of the top four teams in our league this year. And It'll be a good battle. This is so important to get off to a good start here at home. All right, Coach. Hey, uh, thanks for the interview. We'll uh, we'll talk to you right after the game on the post game. All right, sounds good, Brent. Thanks. Hey, BYU baseball fans, you are listening to BYU baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Brent Norton. Go Cougs. Back here, at Larry Miller Field. Brent Norton, joined by Tuckett Slade, as we get ready for the opening pitch here of this. Three-game set, BYU versus LMU. Cougars come in with a nine wins and six losses at, on the year after winning their last four straight. LMU 6-10. and ten. They swept Valparaiso last week. So uh, both these teams on a little bit of a winning streak, and both teams uh, real rivals in the West Coast Conference. The Cougars picked number one in the preseason poll, and LMU picked number Five LMU's got a lot of guys uh, returning guys, uh, everyday players, but their their uh, pitching staff was depleted last year with with uh, the departure of Corey Abbott, All American, who no hit the Cougars last year. We'll never forget that night, Tuckett. Uh, so uh, again, looking forward to a, to a great uh, series, two of the best teams in the West Coast Conference uh, going at it here tonight. Absolutely, it's going to be a battle, like you said, a lot of good, talented players on both sides here, and both teams that really want to beat each other. Really excited to see the weekend series, the way it plays out. 
Well, Jordan Wood gets the start for the Cougars on the hill. In the field for the Cougars, David Clawson will be behind the plate. Brian Sue at first, Brendan Anderson at second, Daniel Schneeman is the shortstop, and Nate Favero at third. Jarrett Perns in left field today, as uh, Kringland will be DHing tonight. Mitch McIntyre in center, and uh, Brock Hale over in right field. And we are ready for baseball as Billy Wilson, the senior out of Tolleson, Arizona, will step in. He's the center fielder. Wilson's been pretty much an everyday starter for LMU every year the last yeah. four years. Can really play center field and is a good guy, actually, for leadoff hitter. Can really have some good power. Good power, great speed, first pitch, swing, and foul tip at the plate for strike one. That's his eighth straight game, swinging at the first pitch to start a game. <laughs> Wilson, a 224 average with a home run, 11 RBIs. Pitches popped up and out of play. 0-2 the count. This team has struggled offensively, only hitting 237 on the year, but they run it. They've got 21 stolen bases and 25 attempts, so good speed up and down the lineup. Here's the 0-2 just off the plate. Umpires today, today is our Anthony Prater behind the plate, and he is known for his small strike zone. Yeah, you talked we've to, seen him throughout the years. He talked about their lineup. Swing. And, Swing and a miss, strike three. The one thing that you notice right away is their their top four hitters are all guys that played last year and had big roles for them. After that top four, you got a bunch of guys that are batting 150 to 200, so that's really skewing their team overall. But their first four guys can really hit. Nick Sogard will be the hitter. He's the second baseman. Sogard will step in with one man out here in the top of the first. First pitch is over for a call strike. Sogard, a 327 hitter, had 52 at-bats this year, 17 base hits. He squares to bunt, takes that pitch inside, 90 miles an hour fastball by the uh, junior Jordan Wood. Wood out of Friendswood, Texas, Friendswood High School, pitching uh, for the Cougars for his third season. Pitches outside for a ball. Two balls and a strike. Cool, misty evening here in Provo. Swing and a miss. Two and two. Threatening showers, 40 degrees at game time. So not the ideal baseball uh, conditions, but with this field, boy, you can play through a lot. Yes, you can. You can certainly play through a little bit of cold. That pitch inside hitting. Sogard takes a pitch. Got away from Jordan Wood and the first base runner of the ball game is Sogard down to first base. Now Nico Decolotti, Decolotti, a junior, also one of those kids that has pretty much started all three years for these this Lion team. We've seen him as a closer, as a DH, as a right fielder, and uh, he's now the shortstop for the Lions. 286 average. He's got good power. One home run, five RBIs. That ballpark down there. And LMU isn't really a home run uh, ballpark as it's uh, just off the coast, pretty heavy air. And the first pitch to Decolati is outside, ball one, quick throw down to first base, and uh, Sogard back in safely. Sogard, uh, three stolen bases in four attempts. As we said, this LMU team uh, likes to run and manufacture runs this year. Yes, they do. They like to, to press the action. Jamie Smart's on deck. He is a 
all-conference performer from last year, first baseman. These two teams tied for the conference regular season title last year, along with Gonzaga. And the Cougars uh, actually knocked LMU out of the conference tournament last year up in uh, over at uh, Stockton. Quick throw to first base and the runner back in. 1-0 the count to uh, Decolati. Cougars pretty much playing straight away in the outfield, pretty deep. Here's Woods' 1-0 pitch. That pitch is over for a strike. Yeah, Nico's one of the top prospects in our league, too, as far as getting drafted. He was invited to Cape Cod last year, and he's really a uh, fine-looking ball player that can really play. These two teams have played 25 times against each other. Cougars hold a 13-12 edge. Pitch to Decalotti, big swing and a miss, two and two. Today is definitely a day you think the pitchers have all the advantage with it being a cold night, really cold on your hands, and makes it tough for hitters. Wind blowing out of the south, so in from right field. Big ballpark here in Provo. And again a throw to first base, and the runner back in. You know, it's a big ballpark, but uh, during the daytime, as we saw last Saturday uh, against Omaha, Cougars uh, hit some balls out of the ballpark, and ball carries a little bit uh, better here during the daylight hours than it does in the evening, yeah, especially does. an evening like tonight. One, two, a swing and a miss. Decalotti goes down on strikes. Boy, and I know Coach Mike Littlewood just loves Jordan Wood on the man. Boy, he's just a, a bulldog out there. Handing that uh, role as the number one guy, and, and he stepped up and uh, loves being out there in this role. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy to throw out there, number one. We really didn't know who was going to be the number one. Thought it could maybe be Rodgers coming into the year, but Jordan's just basically taken it and ran with it, and it's been fantastic. Jamie Smart now steps in, first baseman. Throw to first base, uh, and the runner back in safely. This kid was a tough out last year. He made a lot of tough pitches and put some balls in play. And, and the things he did was the RBIs, two out RBIs. He was clutch last year. Here's the pitch to Smart. That's outside. He and Brian Sue, the Cougar first baseman, played a little Little League ball down in San Ramon, California. Oh, Smart cool. is a, uh, a junior. Or Smart's a senior. And, of course, uh, Sue is a junior for the Cougars. One ball, no strikes. The count. There goes the runner. Ball hammered foul down the right field line. And the count goes to one and one. Uh, you know, you look at Smart and you think, man, this guy must hit 20 home runs here. Not a big power guy. No, more he's of not. A, more of a, an average guy. It will spray the ball around. Even though he's 6'4", 235 pounds. Yeah, big kid, pure swing, line drive hitter for sure. They love hitting and run with him because he can hit a ball, line drive in a gap, and score a guy. Another throw to first boy. Very close yes, at the plate. As the runner, Nick Sogard, just got back in front of the tag by Sue. Cougars in their home whites here tonight, and uh, LMU in the road grays. Game just started here in Provo. If you get a chance, come out of the ballpark. It's not raining right now. It's been a little bit off and on. Pitches up a little bit high for ball two. Lion team headed by uh, Jason Gill. He is a fiery competitor. His 10th year at LMU. 121 wins, 98 losses in the West Coast Conference. Last year, outstanding team, 38 and 18. 
Pitch is over for a strike, two and two. You know, this team was picked seventh last year in the yeah. conference, this LMU team, and they had some kids step up, mainly Corey Abbott. Yeah, I mean, they're and just, their, their pitching was dynamite was last year. unbelievable, and they were un, unbeatable at home last year. Another throw to first, and Sogard beats the throw back. Two balls, two strikes, runner at first base, two men out. No score in Provo. We've just started here at Larry Miller Field. First uh, game of the conference season here tonight in Provo. 2-2 two, two pitch just off the plate, 3-2. and two. Conference gets started in earnest tomorrow. LM, or, uh, Sandy, Santa Clara's at San Diego. St. Mary's is at Portland. Pepperdine's at Gonzaga. And Pacific is at San Francisco. So a full slate of games starting tomorrow night. 3-2 pitch ball hit right at Anderson. Brennan gobbles it. Throws the first for the out, and LMU retired in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. One man left. We're through a half an inning. LMU nothing. And the Cougars coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll go to the bottom of the first. LMU scoreless in their half. Cody Piva, the pitcher for LMU. He was their closer last year. I have a two wins, two losses, 2.74 earned run average. 6'3", 215-pound junior out of Pearl City, Hawaii. So Paiva getting the start here against this uh, BYU team. And Brennan Anderson will step in. Anderson, the right-handed hitting senior out of uh, Draper, Utah. 321 average for Brennan. And here is Piva's first pitch, and that is a little bit low. Ball one came in at 88 miles an hour. Cooper Ewell is behind the plate. Jamie Smart at first. Nick Sogard's at second. Nico Decolati's a shortstop, and Brandon Shearer at third base. And here's the 1-0 pitch. It's outside ball two. Ryan Ruley is in left. Billy Woltson in center. Dylan Hirsch in right field. And now quickly, Cooper Ewell out to... Have a little chat with uh, Piva, and uh, let me tell you, Anthony Prater. Yes, uh, remember last year in yes, San Diego? Yes, I do. Small zone, very consistent, yeah. very small strike zone. It's more of a big league ty- type zone. Yep. Two balls, no strikes. Here's Anderson stepping back in. And the pitch, and that ball's rocketed down the third baseline. That's in for a base hit. Anderson around first base. He'll hold right there. He thought about going, but then... Uh, Back into the bag at first base, so Anderson with a leadoff single. And that will bring Brian Sue to the plate. Sue leads the Cougars with a 465 average. Has a couple of home runs, nine RBIs for Sue. Moved up into that number two slot today with uh, Kringlin DHing and nursing that hamstring. So Sue. Kind of a number two type of hitter. He really is. When you yeah. think about it, absolutely. Guy that can bunt and hit all fields and hit and run. Got great speed. Throw to first base and back in safely is Anderson. Yeah, I actually really like Sue in the two hole. Cougars 15 stolen bases this year on 16 attempts. So they don't run a whole lot, but when they do, they've been very successful. Sue steps back in. And Piva's first pitch is up a little bit high. Ball one. 
This LMU team was ahead of USC on Tuesday down at LMU, and then they got fogged out. Yeah, crazy. Saw pictures of that, and then the whole outfield you couldn't see. Unbelievable. The, the pit, the actually the home plate umpire was having players come out. We'll tell you about it after this pitch. Here's the 1-0 pitch that Sue is, fouls it off down the third baseline. And before he would call the players in, he would have a player come out and hit a fly ball to the outfield to see yeah. if anyone could track it. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. If they couldn't track it, then he brought them off the field. Actually, not a bad idea. Yeah, absolutely. Smart. Well, just what, a couple of miles from the coast is the campus of LMU. But they say they normally get a little bit of breeze, and they haven't seen that happen in a long time. They've seen it happen in the fall, but never in the yeah. spring. Ball and a strike to Sue with uh, Daniel Steeman on deck. He'll be followed by Brock Hale. Anderson, uh, three stolen bases on the year at first base. And the pitch to Sue is up high, ball two. Cooper's looking to get off to a great start here in the conference. Pitchers are really going to have to earn it tonight because, I mean, a couple of those pitchers are close, and Prater doesn't even shake to think it's a strike. As soon as I saw that name on the score sheet, I thought, oh, man, feel bad for the pitching. 2-1 pitch to Sue. That ball's... Fly ball, center fielder going back. Billy Wilson in a couple of steps. He's there and makes the catch for the out. One man out for the Cougars and Daniel Sneeman. Cougar shortstop will step in. Sneeman, a 279 hitter, junior out of Chula Vista, California. All-conference selection last year and also a preseason all-conference selection here in 2018. Sneeman hitting at 279 on the year. Very productive, though. 14 RBIs for Sneeman to lead the Cougars in that department. Nice to see him go big fly last on Tuesday. Always a solid defensive player. In fact, maybe beyond solid. That's probably not a good enough adjective for him. I agree. One man out, runner at first base. Piva throws the first and back in safely. Are is uh, Brandon Anderson. Cougars' defense this year has been outstanding, playing at a 98% clip as they have played some great defense. Only six errors on this Cougar team through the first 15 games. That's, uh, that's outstanding. Pitch to Sneeman's up high for a ball. You compare that with uh, LMU has 21 errors yeah. on that uh, defensive team. So uh, Cougars, I mean, you know, I talked about it with Coach Littlewood a little bit in, in last week's post-game show. Boy, you just don't even really talk about your defense. But, yeah. I mean, just airless baseball throughout the year. Sneeman takes that one over for a strike, one and one. Yeah, a lot of confidence out there in your team to field ground balls and play catch. And really – the errors that we've had have been kind of weird errors, nothing that's normal that you would say, oh, that's a typical error. Some weird bounces and one that hit off a helmet and yeah. bounced out of play. Sneeman's yeah. throw, they yeah. hit, hit off the helmet. Again, a throw to first and back in safely is Anderson. Well, it's threatening rain here, and this field is supposed to be able to drain nine inches per hour. I don't think we'll ever probably have oh, yeah. to do that, but. Uh, but I'd like to see an inch in an hour and just see what it looked like. It'd be kind For of sure. interesting. Sneeman 
Fly ball, left fielder going back a couple of steps. He is there, and he'll make the catch. That's Riley or Ryan Ruley. Two men out here in the first, and uh, Brock Hale Cougar right fielder steps in. Brock Hale, uh, 309 average, leads the Cougars with five home runs. Has 12 RBIs on the year. As Hale will come to the plate. Cody Piva, the right-hander for the Lions. First pitch to Hale as a curveball. It drops in for a strike. Center field and left field just backed up about four more steps. They're really playing deep right now. Well, if you're going to get any boost right now, it's it's to left for sure. Yeah. Looks like the ball, the wind's actually blowing almost from the right field foul pole over a little bit. Not strong, but there's a little bit of breeze up there. Pitch is over the outside corner for call strike two. LMU Lions ballpark. There's a giant blue monster in left field. Yeah. It, I think it goes up 30 or 40 yes, feet if, you're, if I remember correctly. And It's kind of a cool environment. You can hit it out of there, but, boy, hitting the ball out at center field there is a, is a task. It that really pitch is, is up high. It really is. And then right field, of course, you got the little ocean breeze coming in from right, so that's, that's uh, next to impossible. You see a lot of singles off that wall and left, that's for sure. Ball and two strikes to Hale. Anderson, there he goes. Pitches little looper right fielder. He's got to come a long way. He's not going to get there. Playing so deep. Hale a little off balance. Just kind of flipped that ball out into right field. The Cougars are going to have runners at the corners for Favero. First hit of the ball game. Well, it wasn't pretty, but it got the job done. And as you'd mentioned, the outfield was playing so deep. Yeah, when they got to respect your power, you get a cheap hit out of it. Well, Favero steps in. Nate, uh, 6'5", 200-pound senior out of Vienna, Virginia, still looking for his first home run of the year. Does have 11 RBIs, hitting 246 on the year. And Favero, definitely a better hitter with guys in scoring position. Yeah, really need to get him going, though. Conference play last year is where he really started to tear it up. He's had 58 at bats this year to lead the Cougars, which is surprising for the number five or six hitter. He swings and misses, and the count 0 and 1. He's got 15 hits. Five of those hits are doubles, one triple. So Favero with a chance to put the Cougars on the board here early. Anderson at third, Hale at first, five from the stretch, and here's the pitch, and that ball hammered. Deep right field, right fielder going back. He's there and makes the catch. Ball hit hard by Pafaro, but run down by Hirsch. Cougars, no runs, one hit, no errors. Two runners left. We're through one complete, no score. LMU and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Trevin Hiskara, the left-handed hitter, will step in. First pitch is over for a call strike. Hiskara, a sophomore out of San Diego, Patrick Henry High School. Hitting 177 on the year. Fastball just off the plate. He's 6'1", 215-pound sophomore. 
So Escara leading off the second inning here for Loyola Merriman. Ball hit right at Sue on two hops. He's got it. He'll step on the bag for the out. One man down, Ryan Ruley now. Left fielder will step in. As you had mentioned, you look at the bottom four in this lineup. For bottom five, actually, Escara hitting 177, Ruley hitting 227. Brandon Shearer, the starting third baseman, who's banged up a little bit, that was hitting 116. Cooper Ewell, the catcher, 175. And right fielder Dylan Hirsch hitting 062. This team has really struggled offensively. Yeah, they lost a lot of close games this year, but it's through the fact that the bottom half just hasn't produced for them. There's the 0-1, a swing and a miss. This team plays a great schedule. They've already played uh, Oregon uh, four times. They won one of those four. They lost at UNLV in extra innings. Lost at Indiana State. Pitches just off the plate, one and two. They've also played at USC where they lost 3-2. They split four games at Hawaii. They lost to UCLA 12-1 before beating Valparaiso uh, three straight last weekend. Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. And Ruley goes down on strikes. That is the third strikeout by Jordan Wood. It's great to see, in the jo- game. It's great to see Jordan on the 0-2-1-2s, really throwing those breaking balls out of the zone to where they're swinging missed pitches, something they've really been working on so far, doing so really good at it. Brandon Shearer banged up his knee last week. but He's back in the lineup here tonight. Starting third baseman, the first pitch at 91 inside, ball one. Brennan can really, really play defense. Sure, a uh, 116 hitter does have an RBI on the year. And the next pitch is up high for a ball, one and one, or, oh and, or two and oh, I mean. Interesting how he was their starting shortstop last year. Interesting that they moved him to third and brought their right fielder into short. You don't see that very often. Yeah. Ball hit up the middle. That ball is going to be gloved by Schneeman. He's got it. Throws the first in time for the out. Really good play. Great play by Schneeman and by Sue, who dug that ball out of the dirt. Backhanded over there to retire LMU. We're through one and a half. No score. Lions and Cougars on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Keaton Kringlin steps in for the Cougars as we go to the bottom of the second. No score here. BYU and Loyola Marymount as Kringlin swings and misses at the first pitch. Looked like a pitch out of the zone for strike one. Kringlin is a 286 hitter. No home runs. Four RBIs on the year for the junior out of Cedar City. I have his pitch and Kringlin fouls that one off. 0-2. Kringlin, Clawson, McIntyre do up here in the second. On a cool... Rainy evening in Provo. They're playing kind of an interesting shift with Kringlin. Second baseman's almost right about above second base. But the outfields pull over the other way yeah. in the right center. The pitch is outside. One and two. Big hole right up the middle is uh, Decalotti, the shortstop, playing well in that six hole. Five of the right-hander looking in. And here is the one-two pitch. Kringlin hits this ball foul down the third baseline. Piva, interesting windup, kind of a little bit of a both out of the stretch and the windup. Yeah. He does a little pause, almost 
you know, like they you see a lot of Japanese pitchers yeah, that's do. True. Probably out of Pearl City, Hawaii, might have got some of that influence Maybe, from yeah, there. Absolutely. Here's the one two. That's down low. Two balls and two strikes to Kringlin. He just looks like a closer type of guy like he was last year where he's just going to come at you with some weird stuff and find a way to get three outs. Pretty good arm, though. Here's the 2-2. Up high, ball three. Paiva on the year has thrown uh, 23 innings. Two starts, does have one complete game. And the pitch to Keaton has fouled straight back. He's given up uh, in those 23, and he's given up uh, 19 hits. Seven runs, all runs earned, seven walks, 16 strikeouts. Opponents are only hitting 226 against this right-hander. Here's Piva's pitch, and Kringlin fouls another one off. BYU is a team hitting 285 coming into the series opener here in Provo. Team ERA keeps nudging down as the uh, batting average goes up. Team ERA now at uh, 5.19 after four really good home appearances by that staff. 3-2 pitch, ripped the left field, base hit by Kringlin. He's going to take it easy, as you see, going around first base. So Kringlin, a good at bat. Boy, looked very confident up there. Had yeah, some good, good hacks. Fantastic at bat by Kringlin. Scares me a little bit on the bases right now because uh, it's a base to base yeah, there. It really is. You know, we didn't talk about Schneeman's play to end the inning, uh, the last half inning. He had to go up the middle, backhand the ball, turn, do a 360, make a throw to Sue, who had to dig the ball out. Yeah. Tremendous play by both those Cougar infielders to get that sp- uh, speedy Lion runner and uh, end the inning. As Clawson steps in, first pitch from Piva is over for a call strike. David uh, had a good game against uh, UVU on Tuesday. He's raised his average to 333 now, has six home runs on the year. Left-handed hitter steps back in, pitch high and tight, one and one. Well, the crowd that's here, they're pretty much bundled up. Yes, a very they are. cool evening. Unlike last weekend, it was just tremendous baseball weather, a little cool. Whenever you're playing baseball in March in Provo, you, you need to prepare for, for nights like this. 1-1 one, one pitch. Clawson fouls it off, 1-2. and two. This is the first game of the conference season. For any team, as the Cougars get a jump on everybody with this Thursday night contest. As the Cougars and Lions renew the rivalry here in Provo. Piva again. Here's the one-two. Strike three called. As Clawson goes down on strikes. Four out number one. Prater was delayed on that. That's usually when he delays that long, it's going to be a ball and rung him up kind of late. Mitch McIntyre now, Cougar center fielder. McIntyre kind of been a fixture in center. 
wasn't really swinging the bat that well. So uh, Perns, who's on the end deck circle, took over in center and really has been lighting it up. But with uh, Kringland banged up a little bit, they bring Perns into left, McIntyre in center. That's a pretty dynamic duo out there defensively. Yeah, really, really good defensive outfield right now with those guys. All pretty good arms and good speed. McIntyre swings and misses. Owen won the count. McIntyre, freshman out of Tooele, Stansbury High School. And Perns up next is a, a junior college transfer. He's hitting 333 on the year. And has three RBIs, got all those RBIs last weekend. Here's the 0-1. Ball hit by McIntyre. Second baseman over's got it. Throws the first in time for the out. And McIntyre grounds out. Kringland moves up to second base on the ground out. Two men down, and that will bring uh, Perns to the plate. He'll bat from the uh, right side. Jared Perns is 22nd at bat of the year. Has seven hits. One of those was an extra base hit. That was a triple. Yeah, big triple on Tuesday against UVU that really broke the game open. Kringlin at second base. And Piva's first pitch is up high. Ball one, and it might take a double to score Kringlin here. Yeah, it definitely will. Trying to protect that leg, especially on a cold light night like tonight. Yeah, and the outfield shortened up quite a bit from where they had been playing everyone else. So a single would be really tough to score him. Pern steps back in, 1-0 the count. And the pitch from Pive is down low. Top of the order, Brennan Anderson on deck. Coach Littlewood really loves Perns' approach right now to the game, just the way he plays, goes about his business, and goes up there with a good offensive approach, just trying to hit line drives. Perns is out of uh, Henderson, Nevada, and played at Southern Nevada, J.C. Pitch is over for a strike, 2-1. and one. It's the correct name, is it? College of Southern Col- Nevada? Yeah, College of Southern Nevada. Yeah. They've changed it a couple times. I can't try yeah. to remember if that was it. Yeah, still. He's, they're like ranked third in JC right now, and they got to go to World Series last year. So they got a good thing going on down there. Well, ever since Dixie went to, what, Division yeah. Two, that's yeah. kind of opened the gates really for has. Southern Nevada, and they've uh, stepped right in. 2-1 pitch. Perns fouls it straight back. 2-2. Two and two. Tomorrow, the ladies play softball here in a doubleheader, starting at 4. And, of course, the Cougar men play LMU again at 6. So lots of activity at the ballpark here. Tomorrow evening, uh, guys get started at 6 o'clock here, game 2. I think the forecast is supposed to be a little little warmer, a little little drier. Perns, fly fly ball down the right field line. That will be out of play down in the uh, bullpen area of uh, LMU. Head coach uh, Mike Littlewood down in the third base coaching box. Trent Pratt down the first base side. Also Brent Herring, uh, Jeremy Thomas on the staff. And Tuckett Slade uh, sitting next to me. Thankful to be sitting up in a little slightly warmer (laughs) press box. Today's the day I'm glad I'm in the press box. 2-2 pitch. High and tight, ball three. 
So three balls, two strikes, runner at second base for the Cougars. Cougars have three base hits but have been unable to push anybody across yet. First base is playing way off the line, as is the second baseman really shifted towards the middle. 3-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Burns goes down. Two strikeouts in the inning, and the Cougars go down. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through two complete, no score, LMU and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, sports fans, this is Jordan Wood, pitcher for the BYU baseball team, and you're listening in to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cooper, you'll be the hitter. Go to the third, no score, BYU and LMU. You'll uh, hitting 175 on the year. A 1-1 count on Cooper Yule. He came in last year as a freshman and got most of the playing time behind yeah, the plate did. and had a good year. He was an all-freshman Really player. good defensive player. Blocks really well and receives. He does have six RBIs on the year. 1-1 pitch. Good slider drops in for a strike. Yeah, I was just going to say, last year against us, he didn't get a hit at all until anybody was on base. Once somebody got on base <laughs> is when he found a way to get a hit. Clutch little player. One and two. Here's the pitch from Wood. That's outside. And how tough is it for a group of young men from L.A. coming in and 40 degrees, a little rainy? Yeah, you definitely have a home field advantage going on right now with that. Here's a 2-2. It's just missed. Inside, ball three. Catcher Clausen framed that long enough. He thought he had it. Thought it was going to be strike three. Close pitch. Mule batting from the right side. And here's Wood's pitch. Ball grounded right back to Wood. He's got it. He'll shovel the ball over to Sue for the out. One man out. And that will bring Dylan Hirsch to the plate. Hirsch is sophomore out of West Hills, California. 5'9-170. Looking on the roster, uh, LMU has a young man named Kenny Oyama, five foot two. 150-pound freshman out of uh, Trabuco Canyon, California. Ball's foul at the plate. Yeah, we had guys in the dugout seeing him taking ground balls at second. It was like, Tuck, do you know how tall that kid is? He is so little. Reminds me of the old Jorge Jaime who used to pitch for the Cougars. Yeah. Out of Arizona. He was, I think he was a little bigger than 5'2", but not much. He might have been 5'4". Outstanding pitcher. Pitches outside one and one. Oh, was he a lefty? He was a yeah, lefty. That's what I thought. Had an unbelievable change. I remember, I think he played when D.G. Nelson was playing yeah. here. Yeah. One ball, one strike to count. There's a bunt foul down the first base side. Hey, I guess when you're batting 063, you're doing anything you can to find a way to get on base. Dylan Hirsch has started in seven of the 16 games. He's got 16 at-bats, one hit, does have three RBIs. And here's the one-two. Curveball fouled out of play. Time of night, I can't really, I don't think it's raining. No umbrellas out. That's kind of tough this time of night. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I don't think it is. Again, one-two ball popped up. Center fielder coming in. McIntyre, he's there and makes the catch for out number two. So quickly, two men out. And the top of the order, Billy Wilson 
will step in. Billy Wilson uh, is uh, due to play on the Samoan national team, who uh, Brent Herring is helping coach. I saw those two yeah. embrace each other before the game. There's a ball hit right at Schneeman. He's got it on a couple of hops. He'll throw to first for the out, and LMU down quickly here. We're through two and a half, no score. LMU and BYU on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Top of the order, Brendan Anderson steps in. We go to the bottom of the third. Anderson has one of the Cougars' three base hits, and he hammers one one hopper right at Decolati, the shortstop. He'll throw to first for the out. One pitch, one out here in the third inning for BYU, and Brian Sue, who flew out to center field, will come up. That's a defense's best friend right there when the first pitch of the, the inning gets grounded out because it's so cold out there. You want to get back in the dugout. No ball or uh, one out, and Sue will step in. Brian, uh, one of the top hitters in the nation, hitting 465 coming into the ball game, and the first pitch is over for a call strike. You go 0 for 1 with that kind of average, and you drop 10 points. He's yeah. now hitting 455. <laughs> Here's the 5 is 0-1 pitch. Sue hits one pretty well, but right fielder coming over. Hershey's there and makes the play for out number two. So three pitches, two outs. And Schneeman will come up. Uh, Daniel flew out to left his first time up. Daniel has made an outstanding defensive play in the game already. As the Cougar shortstop will step in. Five is first pitch. Is down low, ball one. Five of what, 87 to 89? uh, But he throws strikes. Throws strikes and has a pretty good breaking ball that he can command. Ball no strikes, Piva again. And Sneeman steps in, here's the pitch, and Sneeman swings and misses at an off-speed pitch, one and one. Yeah, he's got a really good changeup too. He throws it with the same arm action as the fastball, so it's tough to see out of the hand. Interesting, it's five of 23 walk, or seven walks in 23 innings, but boy, today he hasn't come close. There's a one hopper right back to Piva, and on five pitches, the Cougars are retired here in the third inning. We're through three, no score. Lions and Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Blue Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now, let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Nick Sogard steps in, takes the first pitch outside, then swings and fouls one at the plate, a ball and a strike to Sogard. He was hit by a pitch his first time up there. Decolati and Smart, the next two hitters for LMU. There's a ball hit right at Anderson, an easy two-hopper. Brennan's got it and will throw him out. We are in the fourth inning here in Provo. No score, LMU and BYU, first game of the West Coast Conference season. Cougars will play two more against LMU. Six o'clock tomorrow night and then one o'clock Saturday. Utah will be in Provo next uh, Tuesday night at six. And then the Bulldogs of Gonzaga into Provo to finish up this 11-game homestand. There's a, a bunt. Favero up the throws the first in time for the out. Uh, great play by Nate. Really good play. Good idea by Decolati to lay yep. that one down, but Favero... Got in there quick and threw him out by half a step, two men out. Yeah, great bunt, but even better defense. 
two men out. And Jamie Smart will come to the plate. Smart uh, bounced out to Anderson his first time. And the first pitch to Smart is outside ball one. Well, the Cougars were retired, what, on seven pitches in the bottom of the third. What are we at, four pitches now? I think we're at four pitches here in the top of the fourth. As Smart hits this one hard, base hit into right field. First hit of the day by the Lions as Smart singles, and that will bring up uh, Trevin Escara. Yeah, that's a situation where Brian Sue is playing no doubles with two outs. He was playing towards the line. If he's playing normal depth, he probably has a shot to make that play. Escara comes in. He grounded out to Sue his first time up there. Trevin Hiscara, a sophomore out of San Diego, does have a couple of home runs on the year to lead this team. Does have four RBIs. And the first pitch is swing and a miss at a breaking pitch, 0-1. Really, really good change up there by Jordan. Caught him guessing big time. Hiscara batting from the left side. And here is Woods 0-1. Ball grounded back to Jordan. He's got it. And he'll shovel the ball to first, and that will do it. We're through three and a half. No score. LMU and BYU on your BYU or your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Brock Hale steps in. Probably his first pitch to Hale is on the outside corner. We'll take 10 seconds for a station ID. No balls, one strike to Hale. We are in the bottom of the fourth. No score. Lions and Cougars here from Provo. That pitch is up high. One ball and one strike. Brock, the senior out of Mesa, Arizona. 309 average coming into the ball game today. He singled his first time up. One of the Cougars' three hits. Here's Piva's pitch. And Hale fouls this one straight back. The ball and two strikes. You know, you really wonder how the weather would con- would uh, with Pive out there. I yeah, mean, cold sure. hands trying to grab the baseball, but boy, he's he's been spot on throwing yeah, the ball doing really, really well. well. Doing really well. Here's the one-two to Hale. Up high, ball two. Same two teams tomorrow night, six o'clock. We're on BYU. Uh, Radio, also ESPN 960. Locally, on all the BYU apps, BYU Cougars, you can pick us up a a lot of different places. And we'll have that all, uh, also the WTV. And we'll have that for you throughout the weekend and the the four games next week pretty much cover the Cougars throughout the rest of the season. Here's Pivas 2-2. He'll... Fly ball, center fielder coming in. Second baseman going out. Now he's called off by Wilson, who will get there and make the catch for the out. Yeah, Pive is doing a great job of mixing his pitches, really keeping them off balance right now. Haven't taken a ton of great swings on uh, on his pitches. Nate Favero steps in. Nate was up there with a guy in scoring position his last time up. And... Hit the ball hard. 
right fielder able to go back a few steps and make the play for the out. Averro steps in, first pitch up high, ball one. She mentioned uh, in his first at bat, he really got it going last year in conference play, especially at the end of the year. I can remember that Santa Clara series yeah. down there. He just took over he just games. carried that BYU team. It was big for us late, that's for sure. Which is over for a strike, one and one. Pivero also an outstanding defender as he plays first base and third base for the Cougars. This year he's pretty much been at third base. One-one pitch. Rivero takes that one outside, ball two. LMU six wins, ten losses. Cougars nine and six, looking for their tenth win of the year. One-one pitch to Favera. Ball rocketed center fielder going over a few steps. There and makes the play. So Favero's hit a couple of balls hard. But he's 0 for 2, and that will bring Kringlin up, who singled his first time up. Those are frustrating days as a hitter when you hit a ball hard right at people. What else can I do? Five up to just 41 pitches here as we play the bottom of the fourth. Both the pitchers have had limited balls thrown. Lots of very quick innings. Kringlin with two outs and the first pitch over for a strike, 86 on the fastball. Keaton with the base hit his first time up, hitting an even 300 right now for BYU. Pitch is fouled off. Kringlin again nursing that hamstring. You just don't want to do anything where that's going to get any worse and you might lose him for a week or two. Yeah, I was kind of debating if they were going to put him in the lineup today because of that, but he really wanted to play and said that he'll make sure that he runs extra safe to, to try to take care of it. No balls, two strikes to count. Now, timeout called. Uh, boy, if you haven't been out to Miller Park yet, beautiful new facility, the, the turf field, the new outfield wall. That's uh, just a fantastic facility that pitches outside. One and two. Rave reviews so far for the ballpark after the first uh, four ball games here. And the players love playing on it. Fantastic field. Here's the one, two. Kringlin fouls it off, talking to a couple of LME players. They, they came in and practiced last night, and they, they thought it was great also. D1 Baseball put it as the second best uh, view in the country. It's pretty cool. I think it's the best in my I, opinion. I, but I haven't <laughs> seen any better. Yeah. One and two. Here's Piva's pitch. Kringlin hammers one. Center field. Center field coming over. He's not going to get there. Wilson just able to stab that ball or might have got to the wall. Kringlin with another single. And that will bring Clausen to the plate. Cooper's fourth hit. A two-out single, and Clawson will step in. David uh, struck out looking his first time up. 
going to take at least two hits to, to score Kringlin unless he leaves the yard. Because the way he ran the first half of that one, you could tell he's definitely going to be hindered by that. First pitch to Clausen, a swing and a miss, strike one. Looks like it's beginning to gently rain in the ballpark. <coughs> little south breeze uh, blowing in over the right field wall. Game time temperature 40 degrees here in Provo. Lawson checked his swing. They said he did go 0-2 on Lawson. David hitting 327 now. As Piva will work from the stretch, pitch to Clausen, he swings and misses, goes down on strikes. And the Cougars are retired here in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We are through four complete now, no score. LMU and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar Nation, it's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Truly struck out his first time up. We'll step in. We go to the fifth. No score. BYU and LMU in the first pitch. Ruley last one right up the middle for a base hit. So Ruley singles to lead off the fifth, and that will bring up Brandon Shearer, the third baseman. Shearer was robbed of a base hit by Schneeman at shortstop his first time up. Shearer, junior out of Agora Hills, California. Coach Gill really likes to press action. I wouldn't be surprised if they bunt him over, if they hit and run, do something here to try to put a little pressure on him. Shearer steps in. And here's the pitch. There's a bunt down the third baseline. He can run well. Favaro up that only played a first base. They throw him out. So the sacrifice bunt executed perfectly by Shearer. Moves the runner into scoring position, and that will bring uh, Cooper Ewell to the plate. And as you mentioned, this kid, a uh, pretty dynamic hitter with guys in scoring position. We'll see what he can do here. Grounded back to uh, Wood his first time up. Cooper Yule hitting 171 on the year. He's had 41 at-bats, seven hits, two doubles. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. Like I said, his last at bat. This is where he loves to hit, though. He loves the clutch situations. Pitch is outside, 2 0. Dylan Hirsch is on deck. Yule is the number eight hitter, and Hurst the number nine hitter in Coach Jason Gill's lineup. Here's the pitch, and that's up high. Three and all the count. Yeah, definitely not a hitter that you just want to give three. Uh, those pitchers aren't even close. You know, kid is not really hitting the ball right now. You, you can't give him free counts to have good pitches in. Here's a 3-0 pitch to Yule, and that's a high ball four. So 
So runners at first and second base. Kloss and the catcher are going to go out and talk with Wood. And Dylan Hirsch, who's 0 for 1, steps in. Well, a guy hitting 059, do you think there's a chance they might sacrifice him? I think you got to let him swing away. Yeah, you think they wouldn't, but they got a pretty good hitter on deck that you'd love to hit with guys in scoring position. Yeah. But you, I don't know. It's one of those games where you're playing for one run right yeah, now. Conditions. Yeah. Cougars double play depth as Hirsch uh, steps in. First pitch. That ball's grounded into left field. Base hit. Runner at second. They're going to try to score him. Here comes the throw. And it hit the hit. hit it hit the runner. I think if it hadn't hit the runner, I think they would have had him. Yeah, had a shot. Good uh, throw by Perns out there and left. Just unfortunate for the Cougars. As it came, looked like it hit off his hand or his arm somewhere. The throw was not that far offline. Yeah, it looked back like it hit him helmet. in the helmet. Yeah, back of his helmet. Went all the way back to the screen. So runners at second and third, one man out. And now the top of the order, and Billy Wilson steps in. So give Hirsch a single and an RBI. Jeremy Thomas out to talk with uh, Jordan Wood. As LMU has taken the lead here, one to nothing on a couple of base hits. And a walk. And Wilson will step in. Cougars back on the right side, playing up on the left side of the infield in the First pitch to Billy Wilson is down low, ball one. Wilson is struck out and walked in the ball game. One ball and no strikes. Now timeout called. This is where you're looking for a strikeout right here. Got to get a strikeout. Billy does a good job putting the ball in play. Second base is playing back, so really pulling the ball here gets him a run. Here's the 1-0. Swing and a miss, 1-1. One one. Little off-speed pitch there. Wilson well out ahead of that one. So a ball and a strike, one man out, one man in. Ground ball to the left side should score the runner. Schneeman and Favero about even with the bags on the left side of the infield. Wilson, a uh, senior out of Tolleson, Arizona. One home run and 11 RBIs on the year for Wilson. Here's the pitch. Checked his swing there. Do appeal it, say so he did not go. Two balls and a strike. Two balls and a strike. Pitch to Wilson. Just off the plate. Ball three. Well, Jordan Wood started the inning off by allowing the single. The sacrifice in the walk and another single. Now he's gone three and one on Wilson. 
And here's the pitch. Swing and a miss at a, out of the zone. And the count now full 3-2. Yeah, Wood cruised through four. Just absolutely, I mean, through I think 35 pitches through through four innings. was fantastic. And then got himself into a little trouble right here. See if he can get himself out of it. Three and two. Wilson steps back in. Here's the pitch. Ball fouled off down the first base side over by the Lion dugout. Billy Wilson batting from the left side. Will step back in. And here is Woods' pitch. All fouled up and out of play. Kind of the book on this LMU team is uh, if you can knock the starter out, their bullpen has really struggled this year. Hive has been outstanding through four innings. And 3-2 again. Wilson grounds this ball out to Sue. He's got it. He'll throw to first just to get Wilson. Sue thought for a minute about coming home. Then uh, shoveled the ball to uh, Jordan Wood at the bag for the out. Run does score 2 to nothing. Yeah, good decision right there. He would have been safe at, at the plate. You want to take the sure out. It's still early in this game. You, you go to the plate there, and he's safe. Now, all of a sudden, this turns into a big inning. Two men out. Hurst moves to third base on the ground out. And Nick Sogard steps in. First pitch outside, ball one. Got to find a way to minimize right here and get back in the dugout, only giving up two here. Sogard was hit by a pitch in the first and grounded out in the fourth. Woods pitches up high again for ball two. Yeah, he's kind of lost his fastball command this inning. That changeup, he was able to get Billy to swing at quite a bit to foul off, but his fastball's been missing big time right now this inning. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch from Wood is fouled back up off the screen. And the count now goes to two and one. LMU was founded in 1911 down at, uh, in the near the airport in L.A., just uh, off uh, Marina Del Rey, a little bit north of LAX. They have an enrollment of uh, a little over 6,000. Beautiful campus. Here's a 3-1. That's outside ball four. And Decolati will now come up with runners at first and third. Second walk of the inning given up by Jordan Wood. And Decolati and Smart, the two guys up next, are the two guys that can really do some damage. Yeah, these are the last two guys that you want to face if you're Jordan Wood. Really got to bear down right here and find a way to get blocked back in. Decolati struck out in the first, grounded out in the fourth. Tried to bunt his way out in the fourth, and a good play by Favero. Was able to throw him out. Runners at the corners. Two men already in. A swing and a miss for strike one. Again, there's a breaking ball. You can definitely tell that Jordan doesn't have a lot of confidence in his fastball right now. 
Clouds starting to drop on the mountain a little bit, which is uh, not a good sign for precipitation. Raining just a slightly here right now. Throw to first and the runner back in safely. Decolati with one home run this year. Five RBIs. And here's the 0-1. Fly ball. Right field. Over comes Brock Hill. He's coming hard. That ball is going to land in fair territory. One run score. No, here comes the one run from... And the LMU Lions score another one. Yeah, just a lazy fly ball to right. The Brock Hill came a long way, and it landed right on the line. Perfectly placed. Four runs in the inning by LMU. As Sogard scores all the way from first base. Oh, that ball was for sure foul. I think the wind might have brought that back into play. Four runs on just two base hits. There's been two walks in the inning. And Decolati credited with a double and two RBIs. And Smart drills this one deep. Center field McIntyre going back up and makes the catch for the out. Not before LMU scored four runs on two hits. No errors. One man left. We're through four and a half. LMU four. BYU nothing on your Cougar Baseball Radio Network. Mitch McIntyre will lead it off for the Cougars. We go to the bottom of the fifth. They're down 4 nothing as LMU scored four runs on just two hits. Two costly walks. And uh, LMU put four on the board. McIntyre 0-1 the count. Piva's next pitch is fouled off. 0-2 the count on to Mitch McIntyre. He'll be followed by Jarrett Perns in the top of the order and Brennan Anderson. We've got a lot of friends moving up under us here now. Yeah, as trying the to get protection. Rain starting to come down pretty good here in Provo. Trying to get under the roof here up uh, next to the broadcast area. Here's the 0-2 line drive. Base hit into center field. So McIntyre singles to lead off the fifth. Cougars' fifth hit. And that will bring uh, Jarrett Perns to the plate. Yeah, it's starting to rain pretty good now. Yeah, it's coming. Wind's picked up, blowing uh, across from right to left. And Perns will step in. He's the Cougar left fielder tonight. Burns fouls that one off. You know, I talked to Coach Littlewood a little in the pregame about this, about the ballpark and the new field and how you should be able to pretty, play pretty much through anything except for if it's, you know, raining so hard yeah. or so cold that you maybe put somebody in jeopardy. This is your first test, right? This is a good test. No balls and a strike. Burns takes that pitch high and tight, one and one. Now the conditions are definitely getting worse here at the ballpark, kind of raining sideways. Yes, the wind really picked up, too. You can see that uh, cloud coming down on the mountain, creeping down on the Y Mountain, and knew we might be in store for something like this. 
1-1 pitch. Perns hammers one deep down the left field line. That ball is a fair ball up against the wall. McIntyre around second base. He'll hold it third. And the Cougars with a single and a double trying to answer right back here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Yeah, really good swing there by Jarrett. Got a pitch over the middle of the plate and put a great swing to it. Nice hard hit. Hit too hard, actually. <laughs> a little softer. Yeah. Rolls the wall. McIntyre might score. Yeah, normally McIntyre would score easily on that with his good speed. But Left fielder out there, Ryan, really played that ball well. One hopped off the wall and got the ball back in quickly. Now the pitching coach out for LMU. Having a little chat with uh, Cody Piva after he gave up the couple of hits here to start the fifth inning off. And the Cougars, if you're down 4 nothing, that's what you need to do is answer back Absolutely. quickly. Absolutely, answer right away. It's hard to tell who it's, who's tougher on, the hitter or pitcher in this situation with the moisture the way it is and the wind the way it's blowing now. Probably a little both. Same two teams tomorrow night, 6 o'clock here in Provo. Conditions supposed to be much better tomorrow. Then the final contest will be Saturday at 1. Anderson will step in. Brennan is singled and grounded out in the game. LMU back in the infield up the middle, so any ground ball hit up the middle will score the run. Third baseman Shear about even with the bag. And the first pitch in, a little slow roller out to the shortstop. He bobbles, comes up, makes the throw, throws it wildly. Anderson is going to try to move to second base. A run scores. Now they're going to try to score. Perns, he slides in safely. So the Cougars get two back here. Still nobody out. Ball not hit hard. Decolati made the play, and then it popped out of his glove. Came up and threw wildly. I think that's got to be E6 all the way. definitely an E6 on that one. As two runners score. Anderson makes his way to second base. McIntyre scored easily. Pern scored all the way from second base. And Brian Sue will be the hitter. I wonder if uh, ball being a little bit wet there might have been the issue. Could have been, but, you know, you'd think coming out of a, well, it just kind of popped out of his glove. Yeah. So Sue will step in. First pitch to Brian Sue. That ball a little one hopper out toward the third baseman. He comes with it. Throws the first in time for the out. Runner does move up to third base on the ground out. Off the bat, I thought he might beat that. That's a fantastic play by the third baseman. Especially coming off that wet turf, able to pick it and throw it to get the... uh, Quick running Brian Sue. And now that will bring Schneeman to the plate with a runner at third base. And one man out. Schneeman steps in. Daniel 0 for 2 today. And the first pitch is fouled straight back for strike one. Now the Cougars trying to bounce back here in the fifth. It was scoreless through four. LMU got four runs on a couple of hits in their half of the inning. And the Cougars have come back with two here so far in the bottom of the fifth. Cougars have out hit the LMU 6-4 in the game. And here's the 0-1. Fastball inside corner for a strike, 0-2. Yeah, it was the walks last inning that were the difference. You know, they only got a couple of hits, and it was the two walks that were key. Both those guys scored. 
Sneeman just trying to get his bat on the ball somewhere, knock a guy in. That pitch is down low as second baseman shortstop playing very deep in the infield. It's a really good take by Sneeman. It's a tough pitch to lay off of. Change up running away and low. You want to put a ball in play so bad that you sometimes flare at that and strike out. One ball, two strikes. Sneeman, the junior out of Chula Vista, California, steps back in. Here's the one, two. Sneeman fouls this one off. Daniel, the RBA leader on this team, with 14. He's looking for number 15. And the Cougars, after giving up four in the top half of the inning, battling back here in the bottom half against uh, Cody Paiva. Paiva's pitch, Sneeman fouls another one off. Good battle, really good battle. This is one of those runs in this type of game where you just have to find a way to score this run at third. Well, the rain has let up a little bit, still raining, but not nearly as hard as it was here. Yeah, the wind isn't as bad as it was. Little uh, front to move through, still continuing to, to rain, but not nearly as hard or sideways as it was. A Sneeman swings and misses. Big strike out there by Paiva. Two men out. And Brock Hill steps in. Brock Hill, one for two, singled in the first, flew out to center field in the fourth. Brock Hale hitting from the right side will step in. Five is first pitch. Outside ball one. Talked about Cooper Ewell, how good a defensive guy he is behind the plate. Good man at blocking anything. Yes, he is. Works hard back there. One and all the count to Hale. Yep, the middle base hit. Brock Hale picks the runner up at third base. Second hit of the ball game for Hale. Yeah, way to and pick up your teammate. We've now got a 4-3 to three score. That will bring Favero to the plate. He's flown out twice, hit the ball hard twice, but nothing to show for it so far. Daniel Schneeman's the happiest guy in the dugout right now that Brock was able to come up with that hit to back him up for his strikeout. Cougars third hit of the inning. And Nate Favero stepping in. Favero first him up flew to right. Last him up flew to center. And Piva's first pitch to Nate Favero is over for a call strike. Seems like as this game's gone on, uh, Prater behind the dish is Zone's a little bit bigger than it was early. Could that be something to do? It's dropped probably five degrees. Wind chills probably dropped 15 degrees. Exactly. (laughs) Quick throw to first base and uh, Brock Hill. Be nice to have the guy that we had last Friday, uh, last Thursday, that had a really, really big zone. But he was consistent, but it was a, I think, two-hour and five-minute, nine-inning game. Tough conditions for the umpires. They don't they don't get to go in and sit in the dugout. Favero base hit into center. Brock Hale around second base. He'll easily and he drops the ball. They're gonna try to score Hale. And he will score. And the Cougars have tied it up. 
4-4. Big air by Billy Wilson out there in center field. Absolutely. And Hale scored from first base, and the Cougars have put four on the board on their own here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Boy, this was really a pitcher's duel until we yes, get this fifth inning. Great job by Nate on that air, too, to advance. Yeah, Billy just on the replay shows, he just looked up and it kicked away, and Coach Little would never stop Brock. It's interesting because when Wilson fumbled the ball, he just kind of looked at the right yeah. fielder like, you go get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, Hirsch had to go over and retrieve the ball, and by the time he got it in, Brock Hill was able to score easily. And now Kringlin steps in, and he hammers one to left. Left fielder coming in, dives, makes the catch for the out. Cougars do put four on the board in the inning. Four runs on four hits. There were two errors. One man left. We're through five complete. 4-4 LMU and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Well, quite an eventful Fifth inning there as both teams scored four runs. Trevin Escara will step in. First pitch is outside. Ball one. Escara 0 for 2 today. As he is grounded out twice in the ball game. Jordan Wood. His pitch is fouled off. A ball and a strike. And now we've actually uh, see a few little snowflakes. Yeah along with that rain coming down. Well, now it says it's 36 degrees out, so that, that rain degrees, now is... wind chill, probably yeah. down around 30. Beautiful night for baseball oh, here in Provo. Turn that thermostat on that field, and let's go. Yeah. Let's play two. Pitches outside. One thing to be nice about those uh, new heaters we have is they actually radiate heat through the ground and put it about 15, 20 <laughs> degrees warmer. That'd be nice. Two balls, one strike. Mascara steps in, and that pitch is way upside, uh, up high for ball three. Mascara, Ruley, and Shearer do up. Cougars four runs on four hits. There were a couple of errors. Swing and a miss, three and two. Yeah, this is the part of the lineup you have to attack. You can't let them on base like you did last inning because then the front of the order comes up, and they can, they're big RBI guys. Three, two. Swinging, strike three. Scarra goes down on strikes for out number one. And that will bring Ryan Ruley to the plate. He singled his last time up. He's one for two. I think he got their inning going last inning, if I recall. The leadoff single. The pitch is hammered foul down the first base side. No balls and one strike. Guarantee these California kids are saying I've never played in the snow in my life. But they got their cameras out in there. Yeah, for sure. Here's the 0 1 to Ruley. There's a bunt. Foul. Oh, oh great wow, play he by caught Clawson. it. Down the third baseline in foul territory. Clawson dove, made the play for out number two. Tremendous. I thought he had no chance to get there. That's a big right time at, play. Right at the last second. Dove and made the, the catch for out number two. Absolutely. That's unbelievable. Wow. Lawson got a good jump on it, but I still thought he had no chance. That big glove reached out and got it right before it hit the turf. 
That's a good one by Clawson. Two men out. And Brandon Shearer steps in. First pitch inside, ball one. Shearer had the sacrifice bunt his last time up, and this time he singles to left. So Brandon Shearer singles with two men out. And Cooper Yule will come up. Yule the catcher. He's grounded out and walked. He scored one of the four runs for LMU in the top half of the fifth. Well, if you're home listening and nice and warm and comfortable, hey, come out to the ballpark. Absolutely. Why not? Enjoy a little March baseball in Utah. Utah playing at USC tonight. We'll try to give you some uh, highlights and score updates on that one. Utes have really struggled this year. Pitch is over for a strike, 89 on the fastball. You've been on the turf when Can you feel any heat coming out of the turf at all when it is you know, totally you re- cranked up? You really can't. I mean, it's, it's a little bit warmer than normal, but you really can't feel too much. Here's the throw to first base and the runner back in safely. Cooper Yule, as we mentioned, was a all-freshman West Coast Conference performer last year. Off to a rough start this year. Now hitting 171 on the year. There's a ground ball out to Favero. Nate's got it. Ball kind of pops out of his glove. Throws the first as high. And now they are, the first base umpire called him safe. It looked like the ball came down and uh, Sue was able to tag him. But the uh, first base umpire called him safe. That ball kind of squirted out of Favero's glove. Yeah, it definitely did. He just kind of tried to lob it over there and. Sue tried to make the play, but he uh, couldn't tag him. The replay showed he was safe. So that'll be an error on the throw by Favero. That's a just a bad error right there. Runners at first and second base. Dylan Hirsch, the number nine hitter, checks the swing, goes around. 0-1-1 the count. It's really starting to come down now. Hirsch, a uh, sophomore out of uh, West Hills, had the Big RBI single in the last inning. And it is snowing now heavily here at uh, Larry Miller Field in Provo. Here is the 0-1, swing and a miss. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, I think if this game were delayed or they couldn't play in these conditions, they would continue it on to tomorrow. Yeah, I think they resume That's play. a conference rule. They resume play. Right. Or you could go in the locker room and wait for an hour and come back out and play, too. No balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Strike three called, and that'll do it for Hurst. He goes down on strikes. No runs, one hit, one error, two runners left. We're through five and a half. 4-4, BYU and LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, back here in Provo, uh, Larry Miller Field, as we've got a a delay right now, as the umpires have decided it's snowing so heavily that it might cause a concern for a fielder. Literally being able to see a fly ball, I think, is yeah. is probably the biggest issue. It's certainly not an issue of the field itself, as this field was, uh, you know, 
engineered. Yeah, I said nine. nine inches. You said nineteen inches. Yeah, somewhere in between. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. Uh, I'd like to see somebody go pour nine inches on a and, and see it drain in an hour. But anyway, um, we are in a delay right now. Four four, and the Cougars uh, will be coming to bat in the bottom of the sixth inning. And kind of an interesting ball game, really. A pitcher's deal through four, and then we saw a little bit of everything there in the fifth. Yeah. Uh, Tuckett. Yeah, it really did. I mean, like you said, pitcher's duel, only a few hits going through four. In the fifth, they both score four runs on a lot of crazy things. Bloops, bloop doubles to errors by the outfield and infield. It's just crazy what uh, the game turned into. And as we talked about in the last half inning, if this game, if they cannot continue here tonight, then they'll pick this game up tomorrow. Not sure what, what uh, game time would be. They might start at six and play the second one right after it. But we've got about a half a game in right now, and uh, it looks like it is kind of settling in. But uh, who knows, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, unless something breaks down in the field and, and it can't hold the, the moisture, whenever this stops, we can start playing. As you mentioned, the heater's been turned on since yeah. about noon today, yep. currently 37 degrees here in Provo. We're on the WTV network as, along with uh, BYU Radio and ESPN 960 and uh, hope to bring you more baseball tonight, but uh, we'll just have to kind of wait and see as its uh, uh, conditions are, are kind of worsening here at Larry Miller Field. So uh, what we're going to do, we'll send it back uh, to uh, BYU Radio for some programming, and then we will update you uh, with a decision that is made here tonight with uh, BYU and LMU and West Coast Conference Baseball. So with that, we'll say so long from Larry Miller Field and hope to be back with you here shortly. BYU Baseball heads back to the Diamond. There's a ball hit very deep. Left fielder looking up, going back at the wall. It's out of here. And the Batcats are swinging for the fences. Center fielder going back. He's not going to get there. It's time for BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Play ball. Live coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Lube Duck, Reinhardt Oil, SAG Chevron, Foot Insurance, and Revere Health Orthopedics. Now to get you ready for the first pitch, here's Brent Norton. Welcome to Larry Miller Field on this uh, Friday afternoon where we will be making up the suspended game uh, that ended last night quite abruptly with uh, some terrible weather. A lot of uh, snow here at the ballpark, and uh, we played five and a half innings. All knotted up 4-4, LMU and BYU in the first game of the West Coast Conference uh, baseball season. And back to finish that one off, and then we'll play uh, game two right after that one. So joined by Tuckett Slade, this is Brent Norton. Uh, appreciate you joining in with us uh, today and on the WTV also. And and uh, Tuckett, uh, well, last night that was wild. I mean, uh, yes, it, was. it yes, really it came was. down hard there for about 20 minutes. And, and even though you put a heated turf out there, you know, there's only certain things that you can withstand, the elements. And, and it got pretty nasty here last night. Yeah, well, talking to the umpires in between the – while they were kind of doing the delay, making a decision, they're like, "Wow, we couldn't see that the the the, uh, the umpires that were out in the field said we couldn't see home plate because the flakes were so big and it just got dangerous to be able to see." And then they just kept getting bigger and bigger, and that was crazy. No doubt about it. It was uh, it was a wild night in Provo, and again, these two top teams uh, in the conference are about to do battle here uh, in the first game of the West Coast Conference. So uh, we're going to send it. Uh, we'll take a two minute break. And be back with the starting lineups and uh, baseball action right after this on your Houston BYU Sports Now. Hey, Cougar Nation. It's Daniel Schneeman, shortstop at BYU, and you're listening to the New Skin BYU Sports Network. 
All right, back here at Larry Miller Field as uh, LMU takes the field. We will uh, rejoin the action bottom of the sixth inning. The Cougars will send up uh, 7, 8, 9 in the order, Clawson, McIntyre, and Perns. New pitcher for LMU is uh, Matt Volker. Volker, a freshman out of Granite Bay, California. No wins, a loss on the year, 7.11 earned run average. This kid has started three games this year. Uh, Tuckett and is not relieved yet, so this will be, it's kind of like a start. Yeah, it definitely is. But uh, he will be coming in and, and facing the bottom of the order, 4-4 tie in this suspended game after uh, last night's snowstorm here in Provo. So uh, looking forward to some good action here tonight uh, with the Cougars and the Lions. Yeah, really, really excited. Fun, crazy ending last night, which makes it for a fun day of baseball today. Volker wearing number 32 for the Lions. He is... Uh, 5'10", 185 pounds, as we mentioned, a freshman. He is a left-hander, and he pitched at Granite Bay High School. And we are just about ready for action here as the same lineups as we saw last night. Uh, Smart at first base, Nick Sogard at second, Nico Decolotti, the shortstop, Braden, Brandon Shearer is at third, Ryan Ruley is at third base, Billy Wilson in center, Dylan Hirsch in right field, and Cooper Ewell is behind the plate. And that will bring David Clausen to the plate. Clausen 0 for 2 in the game, two strikeouts. So Clausen, the sophomore, out of Dana Point, will get things started here. Both uh, teams scored all of their runs in the fifth inning last night. Yeah, it was just starting to get exciting. It was a pitcher's duel early, and then all of a sudden they both blew up for four runs in the fifth, and you're thinking, man, this is going to be a fun ending. Cougars four runs, eight hits, one error. Lions four runs, five hits, two errors. And David Clausen, the young sophomore, will step in. Same exact uh, lineup also for the Cougars. And Volker's got the sign, and here's the first pitch. That is over for a call strike. It's kind of interesting. Blake Blake Inouye is going to get the start for the Cougars, and I guess there's two ways to look at it. You can either stick a guy in there and leave him in for hopefully four innings and get a win, or... Or maybe, uh, you know, an inning at a time, there's a ball hit hard at the second baseman, Sogard. He's got it, and he'll throw Clausen out for out number one. Yeah, definitely a lot of ways to go about it, but Coach Littlewood decided he wanted to go with uh, his best middle guy that he really likes to see what and kind of go from there. And, of course, you've got two games left. So, I mean, you want to save your pen as much as you can. So, uh, you know, it's like almost needing a fourth starter in this series in a three-game series. Mitch McIntyre steps in, center fielder. He is a one for two today, or in the game, I shouldn't say today, and the first pitch is down low, ball one. McIntyre grounded out in the second inning, and Singleton scored in the fifth. Conditions, uh, as far as the wind, much like we saw last night, a gentle breeze blowing out of the south in from right field. Pitch is over for a strike, one and one. Yeah, if there wasn't any wind, it'd feel great out there. But with that wind, it's it's brisk. One ball, one strike. McIntyre center fielder. He'll be followed by Jarrett Perns, who's playing in left field today. And there's a little one hopper out to Volker. He's got it, and he'll throw him out. So quickly, two men down here in the sixth for BYU. Jarrett Perns. He struck out in the second inning and doubled and scored in the fifth. 
So Perns and uh, McIntyre really were the catalyst to that uh, yeah, they were. big fifth inning for the Cougars. They let off with a single and a double, and then a couple of errors, a couple of hits later, and the Cougars have put uh, four on the board. Here's Volker's first pitch to Perns, and that's outside ball one, 89 on the fastball there by Matt Volker. Volker's been roughed up his freshman year as he has uh, come out and started three games and uh, doesn't have very good stats to show for it. And here is the 1-0 pitch to Perns. The ball hit at the shortstop, Decolati. He's got it, and he'll throw to first for the out. The Cougars are retired in order here. In the sixth, no runs, hits, or errors. We're through six complete now, 4-4. Lions and Cougars on your BYU Sports Network. Blake Inouye will take over on the hill for the Cougars. Inouye, fantastic. Coming in as a J.C. transfer, walk-on. Inouye, one win, one loss. This will be his seventh appearance. He's He's thrown 12 innings. He's a strike thrower. Pounds his own and throws three pitches for a strike. Billy Wilson, leadoff hitter for LMU, steps in. First pitch up high for ball one. Wilson uh, is 0 for 3 in this game. Does have an RBI on a ground out. And here's the one ball pitch popped up. Might be playable. Over goes Favero down the line. And the wind kind of taking it away from that. Yeah, I did. thought that he had a chance at that one. And the wind just kept pushing it away from him. Yeah, like you said off the bat, I thought there was a shot. When Nate uh, started out, I think he was almost in a little uh, slow jog thinking that's easy. And then it, you could see him picking the pace up as, yeah, the, wind, as the wind grabbed it. So a ball and a strike to uh, Billy Wilson, the senior out of Tolleson, Arizona. Wilson hitting 224 on the year. Here's the 1-1. Squares to bunt, takes it just a little bit off the plate for a ball. Great idea. Favero just had to run about 50 yards, tire him out, and try to sneak a bunt in there. Two balls and a strike. Over for call strike two. This first game, we're uh, streaming on all the BYU apps as well as the WTV. So if you're home watching, you can turn on your internet and uh, watch a little baseball as it's being broadcast. We'll also have that uh, game two for you also on the WTV. 2-2 pitch down, low ball three. Wilson, Sogard, Decolati, the three scheduled hitters here in the seventh inning. Here's the pitch ball, grounded foul down the first base side. Yeah, Wilson really loves hitting fastballs. He just hunts for fastballs. And last last night, they were able to get him out a couple of times on breaking pitches. But you saw in that count, full count, he was waiting for that and way out in front of it. Three and two. Here's the pitch from Inouye. It's up high, ball four. So Wilson walks to lead off the seventh inning. And that brings up Mick uh, Sogard. Sogard is, was hit by a pitch in the first, grounded out in the fourth, and uh, walked in the fifth. You would believe right here this would be a sacrifice situation for Sogard, hitting yeah. uh, 327 on the year. Sophomore out of Sacramento, left-hander. Quick move to first base, and Wilson back in safely. Wilson, good speed, has four stolen bases on the year. Has yet to be thrown out. Talked a little bit yesterday how well these guys run. 21 steals in 25 attempts. There's the bunt attempt, and that ball is 
Boy, it looked like it was right in front of the plate. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the home plate umpire called it foul. They might have hit him in the foot. I'm not 100% sure, but it, it definitely looked fair. Check the replay out here on the WTV. Oh, it hit, hit the bat, bat twice. Yeah, hit twice, yeah. Yeah, that's because uh, they would have had the runner easily at second oh, base. Sure. It would have been double play with as quickly as Clausen got that ball in his strong arm. No balls, one strike. Sogard again steps in. Quick throw to first base, and again, Wilson back in safely. We're in the top of the seventh, 4-4, uh, playing the last four innings of a suspended game. Sogard squares the bunt, takes that one up high for a ball. In a way, a closer in J.C., it'd be interesting to see the last time he started the ball game, and this... You know, this, this kind of uh, replicates a start. Yeah, he actually got the start against UVU on Tuesday. So he came in and threw, started with two innings. There's a bunt back to Inouye. He picks it up. He's only played a first base. So the sacrifice executed. Yeah, executed perfectly. Exactly what they want to do. They want to get runners on base and use their speed. They want to bunt guys over, get in scoring position, and then have really right now it's Decalotti and, and Smart coming on deck are their best hitters. Decalotti will step in. Nicolotti, uh, one for three, doubled, kind of a bloop double down the right field line in the fifth inning. It scored two. Right-handed hitter out of uh, Las Vegas. He is a junior. And here is Inouye's first pitch. Slider over for call, strike one. Nicolotti has a lot of power. He's a guy that could leave the yard on any pitch. Cougars 9-6 and six on the year. LMU 6-10 and 10 on the year. Both have been on a little bit of a winning streak. Fly ball, right field. Brock Hale going back, just short of the warning track, makes the play for the out. So two men are out, and that will bring uh, Jamie Smart to the plate. Whack opener for the entire league. As a full slate of games being played later today in the conference, as Santa Clara's at San Diego, St. Mary's at Portland, Pepperdine at Gonzaga, Pacific at San Francisco. The only game that would be an afternoon game would be, I believe, the San Francisco game. No lights there, yeah, no so lights. we'll have to try to get an update on that score. As Jamie Smart steps in, first pitch outside. Smart, definitely their best hitter. Yeah, it'd be interesting if they do kind of uh, an unintentional, intentional walk here because the guy on deck's batting about a buck seventy. And you don't want to let Jamie hurt you here. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Popped up. Long run for Perns. And that ball's going to drop in fair. Wow, just a pop-up that landed between Perns, Sneeman, and Favero. Ball again was being blown away from Perns, who I think had the best chance to make the catch. And so just a little bloop single by Jamie Smart has put the uh, Lions on top 5-4. Yes, in this game they've had three bloops that just barely land fair where no one can get to it. They end up being three RBIs for them. RBI single by Smart, 5-4 LMU. And Trevin Escavera steps in. He is 0-3. for There's a ground ball out toward Anderson. He bobbles, comes up, makes the throw in time for the out. But not before the Lions got a run. They got that one run on one base hit. There were no errors. One man left. We're through six and a half now. 5-4 Lions over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. 
Back here in Provo, Marilyn Anderson leads off the seventh for the Cougars. They're down 5-4 as Loyola Marymount uh, scored a run on a walk and a hit in the top half of the inning. Anderson takes that one down low, one ball and one strike. I was talking at the end of last inning, Matt Volker, this is his uh, uh, sixth appearance. He's thrown 12 and two-thirds. He's given up 19 hits, 11 runs. Pitch to Anderson's over for a strike. Yeah, he's got a pretty good arm, 87, 89, a little bit of run to it. He's walked nine in those 12 innings, just has three strikeouts. Opponents are hitting 352 against Volker. Here's the one-two. Outside, two balls and two strikes. Anderson, Sue, and Schneeman do up here in the seventh for the Cougars. Anderson set, set at the plate, and here is the 2-2 pitch. Anderson fouls that one off. Anderson uh, one for three in the game, singled in the first inning, grounded out in the third, and was on by way of an error of the shortstop, uh, Decolati, his last time up. Here is Volker's 2-2. That's up high, ball three. So long ago, I can't remember where his first single actually went. <laughs> remember, it was down the line. That's right, that's right. I think first, second pitch of the game, it seemed like. Yeah. Early in the count. Three and two the count. Anderson steps back in. Pitches up high, ball four. So Anderson walks. After falling behind early, Brennan, nice job at the plate to work his way on. You know, uh, Brennan had that Liz Frank injury during the offseason, but you know what? I have not detected any problems at all with him, and that is supposed to be just a devastating injury. So good for Brennan. Yeah, he's playing Rehab hard. And, and, yeah, he's playing hard, and he says, hey, there's days where it hurts real bad, but it's my senior year, and I want to enjoy this, and I'm just keep playing hard, which good for him. Brian Sue steps in now. Brian uh, is hitless. He's 0 for 3. In this ballgame, hitting 435 to lead this BYU team. And Matt Volker now from the stretch. Sue squares the bunt, takes that pitch way high and outside for a ball. Volker says, give me another baseball. About lost uh, track of that thing. That thing almost went to the screen. Good job there by Yule. And now Yule's going to call a timeout. And the pitching coach is quickly going to come out after that. Last pitch and uh, just say, make sure he was okay. Yeah, it definitely came out of his hand funky, that's for sure. You can tell he doesn't really have a feel right now for his breaking ball. He hasn't had to throw one yet this game. Well, and, you know, first pitch out of the stretch. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but anyway, uh, Volker uh, being talked to uh, by the pitching coach and Yule, his catcher, also out there. Yeah, they've hustled and had a guy down in the pen now. Getting going, a little right-hander. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. They've probably said, hey, I've seen this story before. He walks a guy, and maybe he struggles out of the stretch, and they know that. You know, he has nine, ten walks now on the year in, what, 12 innings? Yep. Maybe 13 now with the last inning. Well, Sue steps in. He showed bunt the last time. We'll see. He might be taken for a strike here. Got him swinging away, and Sue hits a ball out toward the second baseman. He's got it. He throws to the bag at first and just got Sue, who slid head first into the bag. 
hit and run right there, and Sue just got a piece of it. I thought when he hit it, he had a pretty good chance of beating it out, but a good play out there by Sogard uh, just in time to throw him out. Yeah, he uh, had to stick his bat out there and barely got a piece of it, but almost found a hole there. One man out, runner in scoring position, and Daniel Sneeman steps in. Daniel is 0 for 3 in the game. Sneeman struck out his last time up in the fifth, and he will go against the left-handed thrower, Matt uh, Volker. First pitch way outside. That gets away from the catcher. Anderson is going to be thrown out at third base. Anderson a little bit of a late jump and give Ewell a lot of credit to catcher. He bounced up and got that ball and threw a strike to third base. Yeah, absolutely. Great Huge throw. out right there for the Cougars. Two men out. Yeah, that's a tough break. You can see Sneeman waving Anderson up. I'm not sure if Anderson saw the ball well. Got a little bit of a late jump and was thrown out. Good curveball there. Over for a strike, one and one. And late last night, uh, USC beat Utah two to nothing. That game was played down in Los Angeles. It was a complete game, no hitter by USC. Three guys part of it. Pitch is over for a strike. I know when I left town, the Utes hadn't, what's their, have they won a couple of games now? Well, they're 1-15 now. 1-15. So they did, they had a three-game home series, I know, last weekend. Here's the 1-2 to Schneeman. That's up high. Well, the Cougars uh, have come out here in the suspended game, and Giving up a run as we play the bottom of the seventh inning. Schneeman now up there with nobody on, two men out. And here is Volker's pitch. Swing and a miss. Schneeman goes down, and the Cougars go down in the inning. No runs, hits, or errors. And no one left. We're through seven complete now. 5-4 LMU over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball is brought to you by Loop Duck. Quick oil change, emissions, and inspections. Now let's take you out to the ballpark with Brent Norton. Ryan Ruley is the hitter for LMU as they go to the top of the eighth. 0-2 count now on Ruley. Junior out of Livermore, California. He's got uh, one single to his credit in the ball game. There's a curveball hit down to Favero. That is a fair ball. Yeah, he's going to That's a base hit. The ball was hit so slowly. Boy, I'll tell you, LMU is not hitting the ball hard, but they're finding some holes. Yes, they are. Kenny Signs, the lefty, is up throwing for BYU in the pen. So Riley with an infield single, his second hit. And Brandon Shearer now, and you've got to believe Shearer will be bunny. They'll go right back to what they do. He's got one sacrifice bunt already in the ball game. Sure, the lefty steps in. Now they're going to hit and run him, and that ball is looped past right where Schneeman was. So runners at the corners for LMU as they execute the hit and run perfectly. Yeah, really good execution. He another one balls way outside. He just slaps it right in the hole where Schneeman was going, where Schneeman left. Runners at the corners, nobody out, and Cooper Ewell will come up. It's a situation where Cooper's actually a pretty good bunter. Wouldn't be surprised if they try to squeeze or something like that. You'll uh, 0 for 2 today. 
as he will start in this game, keep saying today, last night's uh, suspended game that we're finishing up here before game two of the series. As Ewell will step in. Cougars draw the infield in, and there's a bunt attempt. And that ball got away from the catcher, popped out of his glove, and the runner at first base moved up to second. Yeah, really good job by the runner there. It looked like it was a foul tip, but it looks like it's just a bunt that's missed through, and D.C. didn't handle it. Yeah, I think it's a, that's got to be a pass ball, just popped yep. right out of his glove, about, about 10 feet in front of the bag. Like you said, good heads up running by Shearer. So now runners at second and third, nobody out. Yule with a no ball, one strike count. And the Cougars in have drawn the infield in. That pitch is well outside, one and one. It was interesting that on the bunt attempt. I'm not sure if he was bunting to just to move the runner up to second because the runner third was pretty much stationary. He wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, it could have possibly been a safety squeeze where if it's a good bunt, he kind of reads it. But, yeah, he definitely wasn't going anywhere. Here's the 1-1 pitch over for a strike, 1-2. and two. Actually, to our benefit because if he was heading home, he probably would have scored on the drop ball. Right here. Inouye looking for a strikeout. Inouye's father played for the Cougars. Lives down in the Las Vegas area. And here's the one-two pitch. Ball popped up foul back into the screen for a strike. Blake's dad, Mark, played uh, from 82 to 85 here for the Cougars. Blake pitched last year for College of Southern Nevada. And pitching here in his junior year for the Cougars. Pitch a little bit down. Two balls and two strikes. Cougar lady softball team playing right behind us in doubleheader against Southern Utah. That game also just started. Here's 2-2. Just off the plate, 3-2. and two. Boy, LMU with a run in the seventh. We've got a one-run lead looking to add more here in the top of the eighth. Here is Inouye's 3-2. Outside, ball four. And as you talked about, Inouye being such a strike thrower, but he's walked a couple of guys in this appearance. So base is loaded now for LMU. Yeah, definitely not what you're used to seeing from Blake. With the walks, and, you know, the last walk hurt him bad. and But this one isn't the worst walk because now at least you have a force at the plate. But it looks like uh, Coach Littlewood's going to go into the pen. Yeah. We'll take a two-minute break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Drew Zimmerman into the ballgame for BYU. Zimmerman will inherit a bases loaded jam. Nobody out here in the eighth. LMU leading the Cougars 5-4 here in the the resumption of this suspended game. Dylan Hirsch, he's flown out. Single in a run and struck out looking will step in. 
And the first pitch from Zimmerman is down low for ball one. 91 on the fastball there. Dylan Hirsch out of West Hills, California. And Zimmerman's pitch. That gets away from the catcher, Clausen. Runners will not advance. As that ball skipped up away from Clausen, and uh, Zimmerman has come on and thrown a couple of balls here. Yeah, that was a lucky break there. Third baseman thought it was going to kick back hard. Guy at third, third base runner. He would have scored, definitely. The other two runners were taken off. Almost got way too far off. And really with good speed it's at uh, third base. 2-0 pitch. That's down low for ball three. It's frustrating. Got to come in and throw strikes. Got to make them earn everything. Two singles and a walk. 3-0 and the count. And LMU... Taking advantage of the opportunity. That pitch is over for a strike, three and one. Cougars have brought the infield in on the 3-1 count here. They're down by a run and late in this ballgame. Pitch from Zimmerman is outside for ball four, so he walks a, a runner in. Score now six to four. Two singles, two walks in the inning. Now the top of the order, Billy Wilson steps in. And the Cougars have not uh, enjoyed a good day on the mound as of yet. As they have given up uh, three walks and three singles in just an inning plus. That ball is fouled up and off at Clawson. Yeah, and kind of 0 1. It's been the bottom half of the order that's been really coming up clutch for Loyola. Wilson walked his last time up, scored the fifth run for the Lions. He'll be followed by Sogard and then uh, Decolati. He's got really good speed, so it's going to be really hard to double him up on a ground ball. Sun starting to break out here at the ballpark. Conditions uh, the best we've seen the entire day. Pitch to Wilson's up high. One ball and one strike. Zimmerman keeps looking back at his push-off foot like there's something bothering him out there. We've seen him uh, been outstanding this year as the true freshman Lehigh High School. There's a ball fouled down the first base side. Yeah, he has the electric stuff, and he's been big time so far for us. He's found a way to get a strikeout right here. Zimmerman, this is his eighth appearance, which leads the staff. 1.88 earned run average. 13 strikeouts in 14 innings. And here's the 1-2. That's up high, ball two. Billy Wilson, the left-handed hitter, steps back in. And here's the pitch from Zimmerman. That ball lined into right field, base hit. One run scores. That's all they're going to score right here. The bases will remain loaded. And Wilson with an RBI single. 7-4 to four now for LMU. 
Yeah, fastball down the middle. Great swing by Wilson. It's a solid line drive. Now Solgard will step in. Cougars still have signs up in the bullpen. And now the Cougars are going to push the infield back, looking for the potential double play ground ball. First pitch over for a strike. Well, you fall behind hitters where they pretty yeah. much know you got to come back with a fastball. And uh, that just makes them much more dangerous up there. And Wilson, the veteran, you can see just sitting on fastball right there and uh, made Zimmerman pay as that pitch is uh, fouled straight back. Yeah, very true. It's exactly what's happened, too. No balls and two strikes. The count. Ball grounded foul by Sogard down the first base side. Jason Gill in his 10th year is the head coach of Loyola Marymount. In the West Coast Conference, 121 wins, 98 losses in his career. Last year, 38 and 18 overall. Zimmerman's pitched just off the plate, one and two. Yeah, crowd doesn't like it, but Clawson was sitting way off the plate and just missed. Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. Good pitch. Took a little off that one, and uh, Sogard way out in front, one man out. And Decolati will step in. Well, you never know. Every out so critical. It really is. Every run you prevent from coming across. As Decolati will step to the plate. Flew out to deep right field his last time up there. Yeah, just needed no play ball right here. Zimmerman from the stretch. Here's the pitch well outside for a ball. Decolati struck out in the first, grounded out in the fourth, doubled in two in the fifth, and flew out to right field in the seventh inning. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Decolati looks like he's using a – you just look at some of these bats. This kid looks like he's using a big – Heavy, long bat. Yeah, he definitely Big, does. Big, strong kid. Ball and a strike. Here's the pitch from Zimmerman. Swing and a miss again. One and two. Jamie Smart's on deck. The Lion first baseman. Lions not out hit the Cougars 9-8 in the game. Game two today will start at 6 o'clock. Uh, unless this one goes a little bit over overtime. There's a line drive. Anderson's got, got it. He'll it. step on the bag at second. Double play line drive. And that'll do it for the Lions. They did get three runs, or two runs. They got those two runs on three base hits. There were no errors, and two runners left on. We are through seven and a half. Seven, four Lions over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars down by three runs as we go to the bottom half of the eighth inning. BYU will send Brock Hale to the plate to lead it off against uh, Matt Volker. First pitch over for a strike. 
Volker has been the recipient of uh, three runs by his teammates. And with uh, able to finish this one off, he'd pick up his first collegiate victory. Ball hit hard, second baseman over. He's got it, and he'll throw Brock Hill out for out number one. That'll bring up uh, Favero to the plate. Uh, Nate one for three in the game. Single his last time up in the fifth inning. Yeah, he had uh, three really good uh, swings last night. Hit balls hard every single time. So Favero will step in, trying to get things going here for BYU. Volker's first pitch high and tight for ball one. Favero steps back in. And the pitch popped up. Catcher going over near the LMU dugout. That ball is going to land in the second row. Look, Cougars' bullpen's going heavy, so it looks like we'll have a new one, new pitcher for BYU. And again, I think the strength of this Cougar pitching staff this year, Tuckett, is, is the depth. Yeah, there's some really good depth to you know, them. The, the, still kind of looking to for sure get that number two starter, but yeah. the, the depth, there's three or four guys out there. Absolutely. Definitely a lot of guys that Coach Littlewood can trust this year. Sure, he'd like to bring Zimmerman back here, maybe even the second game here tonight. So I think he'll go down and somebody else will pick it up. Another ground ball right at the second baseman, Sogard. He's got it and will throw Favero out. So quickly, two out here in the eighth. And that will bring uh, Kringlin to the plate. Keaton Kringlin is uh, two for three in the game. Single in the second, single in the fourth, lined out to left field in the fifth inning. Cougars have Burrup and Sudrath up throwing. First pitch to Kringlin is over for call strike one. Yeah, Volker's pitching with a lot of confidence right now. You know, he got dinged up a little bit early, but having a three-run lead here with a few outs to go, he's pitching good. Here's the 0-1. Ball looped to center field. Center fielder going back. Wilson, he's there, makes the play for the out. Cougars retired in order here in the eighth. We are through eight complete. 7-4 LMU over BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hey, Cougar fans, this is outfielder Brock Hale. You're listening to BYU Baseball on new skin, BYU Sports Network. Bo Burrup into the ball game. As we go to the ninth. Well, Tucker, it just seems like LMU kind of came out on fire. They've yeah, executed they a couple of great sacrifices, hit and run, and they've done what they've needed to do to, to take this uh, the lead uh, back against this BYU team. Cougars, uh, as we enter the ninth inning, down by three. Yeah, they've definitely done everything they need to, and that last inning could have been even a few more runs if it wasn't for the double play line drive to end there with bases loaded. But got to find a way to keep them scoreless here and see what uh, can happen in the bottom half. Jamie Smart will lead it off here for LMU. He is two for four in the day. Hitting 318 on the year. Left-handed hitter. First pitch from Bo Burrup is over for call. Strike one. Smart, an all-conference performer last year. 
He is a senior out of San Ramon, California. That pitch is outside. One ball and one strike. Here's Burrup's pitch just off the plate. Ball two. Smart's hit earlier in the ball game or earlier today in the game. Little looper down the left field line. That scored a run. Smart pops this one foul, out of play. And the count goes to two balls, two strikes. Here's Burrup's 2-2 pitch, swing and a miss. Pops out of Clausen's love. He pops up, throws him out. One man out here in the ninth inning for LMU, and that will bring up uh, Trevin Escavera. He will bat uh, from the right side now. He's a pinch hitter or a switch hitter. He is 0 for 4 in the game, sophomore out of San Diego. 177 hitter. Got good speed. First pitch over for a call strike. Burp, the uh, fourth pitcher we've seen in the game third here today. There's a ground ball out towards Sneeman. Daniels got it. Quick throw to first in time for the out. Two men down. Ryan Ruley will come up. He's two for four. A couple of singles, a couple of runs scored for Ruley. Yeah, he came in batting just about 200. And he's, the average has gone up about 50 points this game. Burrup's first pitch outside for ball one. In game two today, Perone's going to get the start for the Cougars. Swing and a miss. And Josh Agnew is going to get the start for the Lions. One ball, one strike to uh, Ruley. A good pitch by Burrup. Looks sharp out there. One and two. Coming in with a lot of command. Really steps up. Now he's set. Here's the one-two. Outside for ball two. Really a junior out of Livermore, California. It's strike three called inside corner. So Burp retires all three lines that he sees. We're through eight and a half. Seven-four lines over the Cougars on your new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougars will send 7, 8, and 9 up here in the bottom of the ninth, their last chance. They're down 7-4 to the Lions of LMU. David Clausen, who's 0 for 3, steps in. Struck out against uh, Volker. And there's a ground ball out toward the second baseman. Sogard has been busy in first pitch, ground out. One man down, and uh, Kyle Dean's going to come in and pinch hit for McIntyre. So McIntyre, the center fielder. Sits down. Kyle Dean is first at bat of this ball game. Will step in. Kyle Dean hitting 231 in the years. Had 26 at bats, six hits, three doubles, six RBIs for Dean. A 
Kyle wearing number seven on the back of that jersey will come to the plate. Need to find a way to get some base runners. As Matt Volker, the young freshman's first pitch is down low, ball one. Yeah, kind of, kind of surprised that Clausen uh, swung at the first pitch. Being down three, I thought maybe he'd see a few pitches and see if he can find a way to work a walk or get late into account. Here's the one ball pitch to Dean. That ball's line drive right at Decolati, the shortstop. He snags it for out number two, and the Cougars down to their last out. Well, game two today will start at 6 o'clock no matter what time this game ends, so it's that's an hour and ten minutes out. Cougars are not able to rally, tie it up, or, or take the lead here or win. Game two will be at 6 o'clock, and will be on ESPN 960 BYU Radio as well as the WTV. First pitch to Jarrett Perns over for a strike. Cougars have not had a hit against Matt Volker. Coming in, did his job very well. Was one out away from picking up his first uh, Division I college victory. Little looper, that ball is going to get over the second baseman's head. So Perns keeps things alive for the Cougars with a two-out single. And that will bring Brennan Anderson to the plate. Well, you got to love these two-out rallies. We'll Absolutely. see if the Cougars can sustain this here. Two bloops and a bomb will tie this thing up. Brennan uh, one for three today, walked his last time up against uh, Matt Volker. And the first pitch to Anderson, that ball's fouled off for strike one. Just got to find a way to get the tying run up. That's your goal right now if you're Brennan. Cougars have won four in a row. LMU's won three in a row coming into this game. So somebody's winning streak's going to end. Pitch to Anderson, Looper, center field, right at Wilson. He's there, makes the catch, and LMU has beaten the Cougars here by a score of 7-4. to four. And, boy, it was just a, a situation right there. I'm, I'm sure the Cougars were ready to play, but LMU came out, made a, you know, got a couple of breaks with a couple of blue pits, but, boy, executed perfectly with the sacrifices, the sacrifice bunt. And uh, put it on the Cougars win it, win this one seven four. Yeah, they did everything they were supposed to do to come out and find a way and get a win. Hats off to them. So game two will be six o'clock start here. Uh, we're going to send it back. We, there will be no post game with Coach uh, Littlewood having a, a meeting and getting ready for game two here today in Provo. So join us at five fifty five, just about an hour from now, for game two of this series BYU and LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. With that, we'll sign off.